Welcome to the Christian Coach Podcast, where our mission is to serve coaches through conversations so they can lead like Jesus. I'm Gian Lemmy. I'm joined by my co-host, Chad Simpson. Hey, Chad. Hey, Gian. Chad, today's guest is Nathan Bacon. He's Dort University's baseball um, head coach. He was such a great guest. But before we get into the episode, you know, Nathan is the second Bacon that we've ever met. Right, Chad? Um, Carol Bacon. Um, was a volleyball player at Liberty while we were players, and she was legit. She was awesome. I just remember going to those games, and the announcer would just light up the room with Carol Bacon, and uh, a lot of energy, a lot, a lot of fun at those games. And uh, I know right now she, she's kind of a colleague of yours. She's still working at Liberty as a strength coach. Yeah, and uh, but now moving on to Nathan. Um, I love this interview, Chad, mainly because it talked about my preferred um, subject, coaching philosophy. Um, and, and he talked about being person-centered um, and much more about that as well. What did you like about it? Yeah, I think he, he displayed a lot on just, uh, he was honest of, of his past, that he wasn't um, living, living a God-honoring life for, for some of it. And he used the word camouflage, um, which I really like that. It's so easy to do. It's so easy for us to go hide at church and, and kind of look good kind of look clean on the outside and um, for me was at liberty too as a student you know uh, the parable um, talking about the bulls you know pharisees why do you why do you clean the outside of the bulls and, and the inside is disgusting you know and would we ever want to eat a bowl of cereal or ice cream out of, out of these nasty bulls type of thing and um, i think i think it's so cool just to hear the transformation that's taken place in his life and now he has such a, a great coaching ministry uh, there at Dort that he can be honest with his players like hey I was I was messed up I did this and uh, but I owned it and that's why God's grace is is so great and I'm thankful for the second chance and third chance sometimes yeah I really love it and we can't wait for you guys to listen to it and it's coming to you right now coach Nathan Bacon thank you so much for for being on the Christian coach podcast you've listened to a few episodes so you know what our this next question is going to be what does it mean to you to be a Christian coach? Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for uh, asking me to be on, uh, you know, just and share, share uh, some of my story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe God, uh, all of our stories are meaningful, right? God has given us all, all a story, all, all a uh, experiences so that, that we can use him to, to just expand his kingdom, um, to be impactful. Uh, and all we do is, they just allow us to relate to other people. And I think that, you know, to go to your question, I think that's, for me, that's, that's where I'm at. I, 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 to be a Christian coach is, is just to use the, the time of your life that God has given you um, to impact his kingdom and to do it in a way that um, is different, right? Where when we look at the new Testament and, and see after Christ has ascended back and you get this day of Pentecost, all these disciples and, and people who have seen Christ for the last time, they go out into the world. They go out into a world that is is dark and bitter and angry. And um, they use their platform. They use that, that one moment uh, uh, that, where they saw Christ ascend back into heaven. And then they used it. And most of them got ridiculed. Most of them um, lost their life. Uh, and because they were bold, they were in, they they were inspired uh, by the Holy Spirit, and and bold and 
in their faith and what they saw in it. And so for me, that's, that's, that's where, you know, I feel like those two worlds collide, right? We've got this world of competition in, in this world of, I want to be bold. I want to share my faith. I yeah. want to, um, help my athletes understand that, um, there's more than baseball there. There's yeah. more than baseball. It, and luckily at, at where the university I'm at, Dort University is, is a awesome place is firmly rooted in, in the principles the, uh, of scripture and allows us to, to, to be bold. Um, well, what, what a lot of people would consider bold at their universities, yeah. right here, it's normal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and be bold in sharing just, um, you know, what, what we're called to be and how do we, and how to have kingdom impact and how to use our story. Um, you know, and so for me, that's, that's where I go back to this, uh, this, you know, that, that question of being a Christian coach is, yeah. is just using the platform to serve my athletes and share my story in, in hopes that it's, it's impactful. And then along the way, teach lessons through that story. I, I, um, I didn't live my life in college was not, not what I would call a, pleasing and acceptable in the eyes of Christ. And, and I had to learn and had some tough things and some defining moments where I had to draw a line in the sand and figure things out. And so just using those, and I get, we get a lot, a lot of guys here that come from Christian school backgrounds and small and big communities. And sometimes I share stuff and their eyes get this big and they're like, wait, what? It's so, it's just, it's awesome. And I'm a, I come from a background of just being humble and transparent and, Yep. People are going to think what they think, but my job is to share. So. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, while doing research for, for this uh, recording, I, I came across your coaching philosophy. And mm -hmm. let me read it, not to use a baseball terminology. I'll tee one off. All you got to do is just hit it out of the park, okay? So right. a, a sentence in your coaching philosophy says, when we focus more on the man than the athlete, we open up doors that could have eternal impacts. Mm -hmm. Go. <laughs> yeah yeah so I, i'll use a, a a great a great example uh, one of my former players kid a guy named Braden varner um absolutely love the dude uh, and he uh we just you know started talking and just over i had him for two years he was a transfer for us and cared more about about Braden than uh than i did his ability to hit the ball out of the yard or or field ground balls. Yeah. He is good at that. Why, why I didn't need to, we didn't need to focus on that all the time. We weren't trying to develop that guy He's you know, all conference guy for us there at Ozarks and um, just spent a lot of time uh, with him talking about other things. And all, at the time, my wife and I, my wife, Jackie and I were running a, uh, a college ministry, our church there in Arkansas. Also. So I, I've got these two worlds of like, Hey, you're assistant baseball coach, but Hey, you know, I don't know. I don't know why we decided to do that. It created chaos all the time, right? Like I'm on the road recruiting, getting back. And then all of a sudden, all right, there's 30 kids at our house. And that's great. And anyways, end up asking Braden uh, when I, Hey, just come on over. Um, I don't think it hurt that there was a, a, a girl in our group that he ended up, ha he had his eyes on a little bit and they actually just got married uh, this past March. So it ended up being a two for one, I guess, for Braden, great. right. <laughs> um, but 
through over the course of about six months, just saw Braden's heart change and, and um, got to got to see him come come and make a personal uh, commitment um, to have a relationship with Christ. And uh, I was humbled when uh, you know probably the coolest thing, one of the coolest things I've got to do as a coach is get to get to baptize him and just um, spend time. You know, it's been that moment together um, where where he comes up out of the water and it's just is new and so. You know, it, those moments are, are the ones that, that matter and are what make, you know, what we do transformative if we do it the right way. And so, um, you know, it's uh, that's what it's about. It, it's is, about it the is. it's about the weddings. It's about the kids. It's about seeing them grow. And and it's about them calling you uh, three years later when they're struggling. Um, you do it right. You get those calls. And those, that's I think those, that's when it, it, sometimes you might not like those calls just because you see that they're going through <laughs> something bad, you know. Right. But at the same time, that's when you know that you, you had an impact. And that's to me is true success, you know, is, or, or sometimes they just they're applying for a new job and they're asking you to be a reference <laughs> or, you know, um, it's it's uh, yeah, it's very nice. Now, now, as I get older, I start to get a lot more of those or just sending sending, sending pictures to me of their kids or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's, that's when, you know, you, you, you made an impact there. Um, Absolutely. And, I, and I can relate, I can relate to your player because when I came to college, I found Jesus and my wife all in the same place. And so, <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. I think we actually may get to see him here in the next week. So that's going to be awesome. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, you have, like I said, I found your, your written out coaching philosophy, right? How did you come about figuring it all that out and, and how were you able to put it into words? Um, that's the first question. And then the second yeah. part is how important is it to have a written now philosophy where people can actually hold you accountable to it? Right. No, that's a, you know, it took me, I guess, a better part. I spent five years as an assistant coach at the division three level at university of the Ozarks. And I think I started my master's program um, during my first year there. I did it in my program. I absolutely loved it. The one that I used, um, I won't, I won't pitch it on here, but it's a great program. If anybody wants to know, they can they can uh, email me or reach out. Um, it, and that was actually one of our first assignments um, in that program. It, and over the course of two years throughout that program, it really changed and shaped and, and moved. And then, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's great to, to have as an accountability thing for other people, but it's also great. Um, I try to go back every about two years now right, and adjust it, change it. I like to give it time. I, I think if you, you go back to those things too much, uh, um, you end up just like retooling it, like yeah. same words, same thoughts. But if you give yourself, you know, 18, 24 months to, to really look at it and have, you know, true, a true basis to reflect off of it, that's when you can, you can modify and change it. And then, you can't evaluate yourself, right? Yeah. We evaluate our players all the time. Um, yeah. What are we doing if we aren't evaluating ourselves? Um, we, you know, we're going to be, we're going to end up stuck. We're going to end up stuck and, and re being repetitive. And, and the, we're going to complain about the same problems with our staffs in the office. We're going to uh, just, I guess, for lack of a better terminology, we're just going to be a dead horse on it. And that's, yeah. that's all we're going to do. So, um, yeah, I think it's important. I think it's important to have those things written down and, and hold yourself accountable. And maybe even like for me, I keep, actually, I've got it right here since we're doing the video I can show you, I've got this, this is from last year. Um, yep. I try to write something every day, every day, whether it's just, um, 
some days it's just a lineup. Some days it's just, just a, a lineup. Some days it's me being angry. Some days it's, you know, whatever. I just yep. love my kids because I got to remember that being gone from them so much at times, right? You get, yep. you miss them, you love them. You just need to write it down, um, you know, or, and so I think just be having that stuff to reflect on and to pour into that too, when you go back to it's yeah. really important. Yeah. I, I wrote a book last year about my philosophy, my coaching philosophy. Um, and, and a part of the book I wrote, I said, I hope that there'll be many more editions of this book later in life. <laughs> Like, I hope that 20 years from now that my coaching philosophy is not the same as, you know, and, and I stole a quote from, or an idea from a good to great guy. Um, Oh, now I forgot his name. That's terrible. Uh, Jim Collins, Jim Collins, Jim Collins. Um, And he talks about how companies should preserve the core and stimulate progress all at the same time, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and I think that's what it needs to be. Right probably 40 years from now relationships still going to be part of your culture philosophy but maybe the 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 techniques might be different right or or the way you approach that might be different hopefully you're still not just doing the same thing you're doing now then you know you're doing it 20 years from now right right absolutely absolutely yeah so so now let's go back um several years and to a young nathan um how, oh boy where <laughs> where where did you grow up and and how yeah. was your family like and and how did that shape you yeah that's a that's an awesome question um we moved from chicago to kansas city when i was like five okay. um so i don't like I, I remember some of it but not a ton but grew yeah. up in kansas city um and i'll kind of i'll peel back to that here in a second that that, that beginning uh I went to awesome, awesome private school there, awesome Christian school, Summit Christian Academy, um, where two men really came into my life that, that are pillars for me. Um, Coach, Coach Jake Cates, um, he's no longer there. He, he's moved on to – he was the AD and basketball coach. He's moved on to another school there in the Kansas City Metro. And then uh, Coach Sean Gage, um, those two guys are, are, are pillars for me and have been. Um my wife and I had some, they're just, uh, through our engagement, our marriage, there's, there's some conflict, um, with her side of the family. Uh, and, uh, I meant to ask for permission to talk about some of that if we got to it, but, um, but with, with some things there and just, uh, those two men just, you know, yeah. 10 years after or eight years after I graduated high school and I'm still, you know, leaning on those guys, they're coming to pick my, my soon to be bride and I up because there's a conflict and, and just spend time with us and just seeing, seeing what it means like to care more about the man, so to speak, sure. to go back to a, a coaching philosophy and less about the player and just, just seeing that lived out and, you know, going, having my high school coach, baseball coach's son be one of my groomsmen. And then, you know, seven, eight, however many years later, having him asking my, my daughter to be um, in his wedding as, as a flower girl and just those things that, that are truly um, meaningful in life and, and that where you see like this, this, this community that, that we're called to um, in the New Testament and this 
where our lives are interwoven and, and you can, you, you can have true accountability because those two men have gotten at me a little bit now yeah. too. Like, you know, <laughs> it, and if we want to go down that rabbit trail and what that looks like and what's inspired me, I'm happy to, but yeah. um, just went to Summit Christian Academy there um, and just been really fortunate. I say this all the time. I think I've lived in almost every tax bracket. Um, we, my folks, when we moved to Kansas city, like had nothing, they lost the business in Chicago and, and just seeing them work and just bust it out to figure out a way to, to where, where they're at today. I'm just, uh, I'm so thankful for that. Um, you know, as a kid, you weren't always thankful for it, especially when your parents are figuring out a way to pay for private school and, yep. and things are tough and dad's like running you to baseball and then going back to the office until 11, just to, to make it work. And, but seeing that, um, has been great for me and just is such a great representation of God's perfect plan always plays out because now when I sit down in the office, I have things that are relatable to, to all of our young men, whether no matter their, their economic background, because I think that can be a huge divide for some guys that really, and what we do, it can be. Um, now I didn't grow up in some rough parts of town, but I can understand the economic piece of it. And so, um, but yes, yeah, so grew up in Kansas city, um, and, and just absolutely loved it. Um, you know, and ended up back home in college for my last three years at Avila university and absolutely loved my time there, had some surgeries and some stuff that kind of led me back home. Um, just had a great experience there, um, on the baseball field as a man, I was a wreck. Yeah, uh, you know, it, and so it, you know, it, it, that's where I think God, again, like he knew, he knew I was going to be a wreck. He knew I was going to have some issues. Um, yep. But it, again, it goes back to that's like, I can meet guys at certain levels because of those things, not encouraging anybody to make those yep. mistakes, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah. it gives me a platform to speak yeah. on. I think, I think it may, it makes you look a little bit more human, you know? Um, we, we share stories and, um, I did come to Liberty. So my, my college stories are not wild, obviously, cause I was not permitted to do any wild things here, but our, All right. head, our, our head coach, you know, he talks about his college life and some of the girls are like, what? Like they see us now and they're like, well, you can't imagine. It's like, well, you know, we're college kids, just like you are college kids. You know, it's the, right. it's kind of the, the, the problems might look different, but they're basically in their root cause. They're still the same. <laughs> and, right. And, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's, so you did mention a little bit that you, you, you were a wreck, right. But, but God has that transforming power. Um, mm-hmm. How, how did you now become a man of God, you know, and were, were some people around you, like you had the other coaches, um, <clears throat> Um, you know, spurring you on to, to, to live a, a, a godlier life. Right. And, and there were, there were some awesome people, some friends. Um, I could fake it when I needed to, right. Like go to church with mom and dad. I could fake it. Um, most of the time I was still shaking out cobwebs from the night before when I was at church and uh, you know, it, and so there, you know, I'm back in Kansas city, um, you know, 10 miles from my high school around people that, you know, um, I love my, uh, you know, my high school coach would show up every now and again when I was making a start when he had, he had the time and, you know, coach Cates would come every now and again. I think, I feel like on the backside, maybe my parents were prodding them to show up. I don't know if that's true or not, but <laughs> you know, yeah. um, but 
and so I could fake it when I needed to. And I think that's, you know, you grow up in church, you grow up uh, Christian school, like, you know, right. Yeah. You know how to, how to camouflage yourself. Um, at the end of my junior year, I, I, I come out of uh, a relationship um, that was just not good. Um, that was not pleasing, acceptable. Um, and, you know, going to that summer and just, uh, a summer of just chaos. I, I was just, I, I, I saw hypocrisy in church. I'd saw, you know, seen it all, right. Seen all of our humanity and, and, and Satan just said, yeah, you see all that. Why don't you just go have fun and yeah. just gotten a hold of me. And yeah, I did that. Um, and my mom is like a saint. She's up at four thirty, five o'clock. Pray, she prays over all of her students every day. Like, I don't know how she has energy, um, you know, to do it all. And, and she, and I, I cut her off cause I knew what she was going to say. Like I was embarrassed and that's why I cut her off for a while. Um, every, every conversation with dad ended up kind of, you know, for, unless we were just talking about baseball, yeah. ended up kind of yeah. being an explosion a little bit if we got into some other stuff. And, um, you know, I get into my senior year, uh, well, I'll rewind. I, that summer, a friend of mine um, was in town, and like, hey, let's go to church. Um, I'm like, oh, all right. I hadn't been to church in months, probably. Well, since Christmas, I bet. And, um, you know, go to church. And I just, I remember just sitting there, uh, just overcome with emotion. Actually, it's the same church where Coach Gage and Coach Cates <laughs> attend. Um, and I knew where Coach Cates would be. And I knew his son, uh, you know, and I had a good relationship and I, I kind of spoiled, soured that a little bit, maybe. Um, at least that's how I felt. Um, I just remember going and, and I don't know, overcome with uh, intense feeling of the Holy Spirit speaking to me that I needed to figure some things out and just end up breaking down in tears, crying, hugging, you know, and they're just like, hey, him and his wife, I, you know, I call his wife Mama G because like that's how that's what she means to, to me and my my kids do, um, too. And so, um, but just break down in tears and, uh, just, you know, tell me it's okay. Um, he may have said I was dumb too at the same yeah. time, but tell me it's okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, and just you the road road to figuring it out from there. Did I make mistakes after that? Absolutely. Um, then I ended up meeting my wife. Um, I was a redshirt senior and she was a freshman. Um, you know, the, the end of their, my senior year and just uh, feeling of, of being able to talk to somebody uh, of, you know, about how I feel. And at the time, um, you know, her faith was in a different spot. She grew up uh, Catholic and just, you know, um, kind of going through the motions um, her whole life and just uh, feeling us grow closer to God together and and then we really we got hit we got hit in the face with something I wish on nobody um, but that that made us really draw a line and say this is this is who we're gonna be right because I, I always equate it when I'm talking to my guys about my story like Sir Isaac Balls of Newton right you're I drop okay we're really good yeah oh crap that was a bad night all right we're really good for like a month <laughs> like a Viking so, boat in the state fair. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly right. You know? Um, and so, uh, just, you know, we had an event happen where, where we just had to decide like, Hey, this is, God is telling us, this is who we need to be, where we need to go, how we need to do it. 
yeah, there's, there's some adversity right here. Yep. There's some adversity. Um, and, and we, we just leaned into that and, and it was, um, it was hard. It, it still can be hard. Yeah. You know, we'll be married eight years in August with some of the challenges that came from that adversary because it involved family. Sure. And, and so just seeing that play out and seeing that be um, that defining moment for, for her and I, right. Yeah. I think individually we had our own defining moments, but for her and I, right. And, and we weren't, God doesn't view us as one yet, but a couple months later he did. So for, for her and I, that, that that was that defining moment and just taking that leap of faith just kind of just sprung us forward. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, That's great. (laughs) That's great. That's, that's a great story. Um, Well, coach, I don't want to take too much more time, um, but so how can we, how can we be praying for you? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, for me, it's just continually wisdom. We're 18 to 22 year old men that are bombarded um, everywhere. And, And just the wisdom to, uh, to teach and, and speak words of, of life and affirmation and encouragement into them constantly in a way that, that, that they feel and they, that is lasting. Yeah. All right. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you for coach Bacon's vulnerability and sharing his story, Lord, and, and how you were, an active participant in, in changing that around. And, and now you're the centerpiece of his life and, and his family's life and his career, Lord. Um, Father, we ask that you, you, you give Coach Bacon continual wisdom, Lord, as he teaches, as he speaks to his players, um, that, you know, as, you know, these, these teenagers and young adults that come in contact with Coach Bacon, that they will be affected um, positively by his message, his story. Lord, that ultimately they'll come into a closer relationship with you. Um, and Lord, thank you again for, for, for this conversation and allowing us to, to talk more about how you've been um, our Savior and how you are and how you'll always be our Savior, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. So thankful for, for Coach Bacon to come on and share with us um, for his vulnerability and his transparency and uh, I really think that God's going to really use this episode to touch hearts uh, of players and and coaches. And, um, you know, again, that coaching philosophy, being clear on that, that sounded like a really cool opportunity for him while he was um, doing the master's program. And um, for anybody listening, uh, Gian, Coach, Coach Lemmy here on the show with us, uh, he has a side hustle, a little consulting um, business that he, he can walk with coaches and really help you as you're forming that. So reach out to him. Um, if you're curious and then just getting into the, the camouflaging, I'm just curious, Gian, do you have any, any advice? Just cause I know we've all been there in the past where, where, um, you know, we, we say we love Christ, but, but maybe in our hearts, we're just hardened and, and hurting, but do you have any advice for what's the first step that we can take to, to move out of that space? Yeah. And I think it's not just a one time deal in your life. You know, you, you probably go through seasons where you feel really close to Christ and other seasons where you're just faking it. And, and sometimes if you are in a Christian environment, that's so easy to do, you know, because you can do the right things and still not feel close to Christ. Um, and so I think that period of, uh, or that pattern of sanctification slows down as, as you don't put the right heart into those moments. And so you can go to church, you can read your Bible, you can have Bible studies, you can do all those things, 
and yet not grow closer to Christ. But Chad, I think, you know, if you have someone that you truly trust, um, just be open with that person, you know, just own it, just own, you know, that you're not growing and you're not, you know, you're not fully into this relationship, but then also, you know, go away from that behavior and, and then put yourself in a situation where now you are growing and you are being sanctified. Um, and I, I think that that's also important. It has helped me, you know, and you and I, Chad, I think we have that kind of relationship where we're very open with each other about our struggles. Um, and that, and that has been great benefit to me. Yeah. And just, uh, like a, a sad stat for me, as I've been watching since graduation of, of college here, I'm, I'm 33, so that's in 11 years. I think my, my wife and I, of all of our friends who have been married, it's up to uh, about eight uh, that have divorced already. And these are, you know, people I've sang on the stage and um, Christian Christian friends and stuff. So just I see the, the enemy's really attacking marriage, and it's sad that that people can't come come to friends, come to one another, and say, "Hey, I'm struggling in this area." And uh, so just encourage you, Coach, like Gian said, to to find somebody you can confide in and just be open and. Hey, I need I need help. Um, yeah, and and Chad, at the end, you know, we I always ask an extra question, and if you guys want to listen to that answer, it's on our Patreon group on the Christian Coach Community. The link is on the show notes. But I asked Nathan about his journaling habits and self evaluation, and how how important that is in our own lives and every aspect of our lives. And he had a great answer. So if you want to go access that, just go to Patreon. The link is in the show notes, and then. Always, Coach, we try to remind you, just go and give us five stars. Just rate and review us. Um, that makes the algorithms um, work in our favor. And then if you see our tweets with, with the episodes, just retweet. You don't even have to quote tweet. Just retweet it or even like it um, just to get into as many people's hands as possible and many people's ears, you know, Chad. Um, but, Coach, remember that the mission field is right where you're at.